1: I'm Adam Kirbas and this is my novel, The Supermarket Murder. I'm standing in the motel room. It is a cheap, rundown motel. It just doesn't make sense. I am pondering it over. Someone who came all the way from the States. Paid eight hundred to one and a half thousand dollars for a flight ticket to live here, to check in to a rundown motel, to go to a place in the Black Sea region in. Turkey, which is not even the most sought-after tourist destination. This all does not make any sense at all. I assume a cover-up. These people in the supermarket, as well as here around, they probably killed them, killed this tourist out of greed. This is what pops up in my mind at first. They saw somehow that this man was wealthy off. That's why his watch, his wallet, he had probably money in it, were missing. This is the reason why they brought in the Leheb family, which is some sort of a royalty in this town and throughout Turkey, in order to wash their hands clean of any sins. So it looks to be a simple murder out of greed for money. But one thing does not add up. Why go through such a length to cover it up? Why didn't they get rid of the passport in the first place? It is still here in the mortal room. It lies there. Assumably the victim had his passport on him. It was stolen but then later brought back. Why didn't they just get rid of him at all? Hmm, this is all pretty much dubious. And they could have gotten rid of everyone. There are a lot of tourists in Turkey, actually, Actually, there are enough people to deceive and if you deceive someone the best way to do is without him noticing it you take away a little bit chop, chop off a little bit without him noticing this this is what many crooks here in Turkey actually do when foreigners come tourists mainly they add up a little bit to the prices they invent some prices this is one or two bucks five at most tourists and foreigners do not notice it. Well, since many of the tourists and foreigners pay in their own currency, they exchange them for the local currency, they gain a little bit. So everyone is better off, no one really notices it. A little bit of tip you can assume. But going so far to kill a foreigner and then an American citizen, this is always bad. And I wonder if they would have killed this victim, if they would have known that he is an American citizen, because no matter what you do, you do not mess around with Americans this is stupid because you know that sooner or later that this world would become Tickle Americans are known for even saving the lives of one of them so maybe they didn't know it maybe and maybe because they didn't know it, they went through a great length to cover it up. But again, or some sort of this everyone, mislead everyone. But why didn't they get rid of the passport in the first place? Because the victim was shot in the head. No one would have been able to recognize him. In his face. Hmm, this is a big issue. And why did they bring in this motel? Couldn't they just drop him off? I look out of the motel room window. On the the street, on the pavement, upper Opposite of the motel stands a man. He looks up at at the floor where I'm standing and he seems to be weeping. This is very unusual. People pass him. No one seems to notice him, but he just stands there and weeps. And then I see a police car approaching. Murat, my friend from old days, from the old days, gets out. This is for me probably the sign to leave. I Again, my gaze, again roams over the motel room. This one bag. There is, everything seems to be empty. Maybe, maybe he used the motel room to bring in girls. This indeed happens. Some foreign tourists, they go abroad to indulge in and uh, a lot of debauched cherries through my work as a private detective in the U.S. I do a lot of work where I try to prove that the spouse of of my contractors is, is unfaithful. There I know that a lot of men actually travel or m- move to a different town like las vegas like atlanta florida in order to have have sex with many women and they mostly book motel rooms motel rooms in rundown or rundown motels why because some stupid people assume that because of this, they would get cheap sex so that they could bargain with the, bargain with the, prostitute. I mean, some people are just stingy. However, maybe, but even if he had used this motor room, where are his real belongings? Where is he living? And if he used this mortal room to have sex with dudes, someone must have seen something because well these things draw, draw attention especially here in the north or maybe not and you have further in the because is you get further in the occasion. the motor room seems to be recently cleaned. I still smell the floor soap. Hmm. Maybe one of those prostitutes had enough of him. came together with some other criminals and they then decided to get rid of him. Maybe he was aggressive, maybe he was violent. Who knows, but why did they kill him in a supermarket? This just does not make sense. They could have gotten rid of him somewhere in a dark corner and this city Ordu, has a lot of dark corners where you can drop people dead and it would take days until this dead body would be this covered why kill someone publicly in a supermarket this is it appears to be stupid in a way, especially when it turned out that the victim was an American citizen. Hmm. I'm not quite sure about this. I closed the door of the motor room and walked downstairs. To the reception area. Again I see the reception girl. She's staring at me and she has she has now turned on the personal computer. She looks at me and she ostentatiously types something in a word document, trying to prove To me in her way in a weird and strange way awkward way that she probably knows how how to use a personal computer but i immediately get aware that she does not know how to type with all 10 fingers she only uses her two index fingers and this is very unusual for someone who works in a reception because you get a lot of requests as a secretary you have to write some reports you have to write some some uh, explanations you have to write uh, respond to offers to requests and so on and so forth and if you only use your two index fingers to type a message this takes way too long and many secretaries or most of them know how to type with all 10 fingers So I'm again sure that this woman is not a secretary at all, that this woman is not working here in the motel. But yet someone is watching us from the background. Mm. Someone who heard us. I assume the entire motel is bugged or at least the reception area. And this person immediately rushed in and switched, off, switched on the personal computer, the person who knew the password, which this pretentious woman did not know. She looks at me. I wanna engage her a little a bit because I know more and more I g- gradually understand that she is maybe not very sufficient. Huh? She probably has not really fought this one through. I assume this is probably a gang, a group who planned this murder. They haven't fought this through too many cooks spoil the soup because the more people in indulging criminal activity the more you have to take care or the more you have to arrange and ally narrations your story has to add up so the more criminals are involved, the, the more likely it is you will find someone whose story does not add up. So I'm, I want to engage her. I, I've seen the room I'm telling her and I'm not leaving her out of my sight. I want to, I want to see every reaction of her. I've seen the room. I'm calm. And I see that she's nervously fidgeting with her hands. This all seems she's a a double. I know I got her. Something was is weird. Something weird is going on. She knows it. She tries to calm down. She inhales deeply. She holds her breath. She tries to calm down her voice. The only response I get is yes. I hesitate, yes. Then she tells me, we always clean the rooms of our customers. Every day I ask her, yes, she responds. Hmm. It is splendid, clean, I threw in. She smiles she self assured yes we have very good cleaning personnel she seems to be flattered like i have made her a compliment she probably cleaned the room upstairs i look at the sideboard and i see that a lot of keys are dangling from this sideboard sideboard keys to room doors which I and I assume that the motel must be empty because it is winter and here in north of Turkey around the Black Sea region well there is not much snow only in some areas so there is not much tourism going on and the Turkish people mostly they are not really in in, in skiings this is rather something you see in Europe in Middle Europe and I ask you is the motel fully booked? She does not look at the sideboard and says, Yes. This was a suggestive question. I wanna know. I wanna know whether she's smart, whether she observes her surrounding. I wanna know whether she has is actually working here at all either as a receptionist or as a cleaning woman and someone who have been working there would have known that the sideboard with the visible keys would be a clear indication whether the motel is booked or not she told me that the motel is fully booked without even glancing at the sideboard so someone who would have been working there would have before making this statement looked at the sideboard even though it is a cleaning woman despite being a cleaning woman she would have passed the reception area because the reception area i look around hasn't been cleaned or are not, isn't been cleaned very properly. Yet every cleaning woman who would clean the reception area would immediately notice the keys in the sideboard and would have either hid it or said, The more tell is not fully booked, and she continues. She further exacerbates her situation. She tells me, "Well, the more tell is every is fully booked in this." Of the year. I look at her penny But I didn't hear any guests in your mo in this motel. hotel. She becomes uncomfortable again. Well they probably are sleeping. She's not very smart it is in the afternoon a proper answer would have been well they went out because it it is well known hmm, that tourists especially when they are from western europe that they are used to uh early working day they mostly get up at six or Seven and they roam the st- streets. There, you. This is how you can immediately notice this and recognize a foreigner, a tourist. They are on the streets at seven or eight o'clock and they go to bed very early. But you would not see a, a tourist sleeping in the half only would not see them especially they they came here to see the city and not just sleep all day long maybe somewhere in southern Turkey in summer when they have been partying a lot and, and have to sleep off their drunkenness then maybe but not here I seized there, seized him in, in interrogation. I look around and I see Murat and Terry. We look at each other. I've been waiting for you, he tells me. Yeah, yeah. S- something new came up. Okay. Oh, Okay, I'm still trying to process the information I am getting. We walk out. I get into Murat's police car, and we drive off. You know he has been. He has a house here. Close by, Murat tells me I'm embarrassed. I look at him; he is uncomfortable. He doesn't wanna look at me. Doesn't wanna look in to my eyes. Why did he have a motel room then? I ask him. Well, you know, he is one of those tourists and he didn't bring home or he couldn't bring home girls was he married I inquire Murat is uncomfortable not that I know of I remember the hand of the, the hands of the Victims. If he had a wedding ring, it most certainly would have been stolen. I remember his seared arm wrist, his sunburned seared arm wrist where probably a watch was and which, after he has been k- killed, after he was killed, was probably removed. But I did no sunburned or skin, or I didn't see anything on his both hands that would have indicated that the victim was married after while Murat froze in out of nowhere he probably had a girlfriend in the States probably a matter this thing all gets weird even though if he had a girlfriend why didn't she accompany him because this thing that he went here, that Mr. Jenkins went all the way here to, the, to Turkey, just on our on vacation in winter, doesn't make sense. He probably had some business to do Something was going up, going on here. He had probably a clear purpose for coming to Turkey. But what? And are those people who killed him in this supermarket, are they in a way involved in this at all? Or are they just... Brutal robbers, thieves, who just kill people publicly and doesn't even seem to care what implications a public murder has. That if you kill foreign nationals publicly that this comes always with a lot of media coverage. This is something you should have known, especially when it comes to American citizens. I assume that right now at this very moment, many, many news channels in the U.S. report about a shot dead american citizen in a turkish supermarket and i assume that on social media rumor rumors sp- spread that this victim mr jenkins was probably A good, faithful Christian was probably a missionary and he was only shot dead because he was Christian. And this would then, in return, indicate how backward Turkey really is. They shot a poor man who didn't want anything to do but to spread the gospel of Jesus, the message of love, whatever you have, whatever you want to call it, and then this poor man, this poor soul was shot dead. I assume that by now the American media has, has portrayed Mr. Jenkins as a saint, as a good person and you can't say anything against it. I don't know him. I've never seen him. I have pocketed the passport. I look at the passport. No, I have not seen this face before. I don't know anything. I ask Murat, do you know whether he was a missionary? Murat's answer comes quick, he was not a missionary. Are you sure? Yes. We know missionaries around here. Are there any missionaries around here? I want to know. No. Only a few and they are mostly Greek who wanna who wanna unearth their roots before the expulsion after the First World War. I see. So he was not a missionary. I trust Murat's answer, because his answer came quick, and his fear, and our fear that this would be a missionary. This has probably grasped everyone. This is something no one wants. A dead missionary, this is for sure as hell would lead to a to an to a international political upheaval. We drive past the supermarket. I see the I see now the forensic team is inside the supermarket and I see a black coffin being hulled into the back of the ambulance Hmm. we drive to mr jenkins house it is an old house and it is a house which seems to be have built in this seven or in the 80s, when the Turkish economy actually wasn't very strong, when it was very cheap for a foreign national, like someone in Europe or in the US, buy buy, uh, the ground as well as build a, a home. The home you can see from the outside, from the façade is not very well In isolated, it is run down, the outer side of the house was not painted in years and it has been built in an old style, old style that was very common in the 70s and in the 80s. So probably this house was built by Mr. Jenkins' parents or relatives. The house doesn't look elaborate. It is a simple apartment house which you find everywhere in the city. And this means, this means that uh, probably when Mr. Jenkins' relatives or his parents bought the house that this was not, or the ground, the place was most certainly not in the center of the city or was not close to the center of the city, the city here in Urdu is very fast growing and it is most likely that this house was back then built in an outskirt of the city there therefore it was cheap therefore it was built built in a simple way but throughout the years 40 to 40 to 50 years later the house has moved more and more into the center because the city has expanded and now the city center seems to be very broad and i assume that mr jenkins probably came to turkey to deal with his family affairs like I did I traveled from all the way from America to Ordu to get rid of my parents home I came here to sell it and probably Mr. Jenkins did that too it would make sense why someone pays 800 to one and a half thousand dollars for a ticket via aircraft. We go in to the home. It is a free story storage, free story house. The house was built. Presumably for one purpose and this is for retirement. This is what you see a lot with my friends who are working abroad. They build three or four storey homes, which uh, within the pendant apartments, apartments they can rent off and they mostly live on on the upper floor and while renting out the lower floors. So this is very typical for migrants who support the Turkish economy, who send money from abroad to Turkey to build these homes and in a way have contributed to to a building boom in the in the 80s and 90s these were the migrants who were brought as workers to Europe especially Austria Austria, Germany, France and these migrants always were had in mind that they would one day reach turned to Turkey and they wanted to make necessary necessary arrangements in there for that case and this meant that they would build homes homes where where they could rent them out where they could later go into retirement without having any issues to deal with and so on and this led to a boom to an um, economic boom in this area but this boom uh, subsided because the children of the migrants they did not want to live to live in Turkey their parents actually had only made arrangements for themselves not for their children and their children, they rather considered themselves as Europeans, and they were not in the least interested, like their parents, to build homes in Turkey. They rather wanted to stay in Austria, Germany, or France, despite the fact that some of these states tried to give these migrants incentives to return to their home countries, but they rejected it. Why? Because many of these sons or many of these children of these migrants, they actually did not know much about their own culture, they did not know know, know the language properly, and for them it was just no option to go and live in Turkey. There was a barrier, a social and cultural barrier, and this is when the boom started sided and this is why you see a lot of homes here in Ordu not being finished because some of those people had speculated on on uh, on uh, the children of migrants wanting to build in Ordu homes as well this did not work out well and Then more and more gradually, people from inner Anatolia moved into these coastal areas because Anatolia, because of the heat waves, of the constant heat waves, because of global warming, and the already scarce resources became inhabited. That's why many people from Anatolia move into the big cities. And this led to, uh, to the different boom of in the construction industry here in Ordu. But this home was built in the 70s and in the 80s. I look around in this old home. It is. It appears to be that someone has been living here all along. There are there are satellites. There is a satellite dish outside. This is not very common for foreigners who scarcely speak the language. They do not watch Turkish. TV, they rather watch TV via mobile phone phone, or you to a foreigner cannot make use of Turkish television. So the satellite dish is probably of someone who has been living here for a while. This house was inhabited but yet. It is run down, so the person did not take care of it.